Hi, I'm Blake Gilman, the Vice President, Director of Post-Acute Care Services at LCS. You're listening to the Healthcare Highwire, the LCS Health Services Division premier podcast that inspires to provide meaningful and pertinent content that gives you an edge in balancing business and healthcare. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to our continuing series of Spotlight on Nurses for Year of the Nurse for LCS, hosted by the Health Services Division. As a RN, currently a mock surveyor, nurse consultant, clinical education specialist with Life Care Services. Your host today is Jennifer Williams-Lamb. Today's guest is an RN and DON with expertise in geriatrics, infection prevention, and wound care. Her goals are centered in personal as well as professional growth and include employee engagement and employee retention. She is also passionate about improving quality of care and clinical capabilities. She has worked in the post-acute care industry for 19 years with experience as a CNA, charge nurse, facility educator, infection preventionist, and director of nursing. She is passionate about advancing subacute and long-term care. Please welcome Kim Held. I'm Jennifer Williams-Lamb, and welcome to another Healthcare High Wire podcast, where we are celebrating 2020 as the Year of the Nurse in honor of the 200th anniversary of Florence Nightingale's birth. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Kim Held, the Director of Nursing at Meadow Ridge in Reading, Connecticut. Kim, thank you for joining us today. Jen, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Kim, I have had the pleasure of working with you over the past several years, and I know you to be an excellent nurse who has a heart for residents, and you bring a high level of professionalism to your role. Kim, what I would like is for you to tell our listeners what inspired you to enter the nursing profession. Absolutely. You know, I really think that uh, nursing was a profession that chose me. I also feel like I was born to care for others. At a young age, my father spent a lot of time in the acute care setting in the ICU, and I was really inspired by a team of medical professionals who just never gave up. And I was granted with 25 wonderful years with him, and I really felt if I could have the opportunity to pay that forward, I would receive a sense of fulfillment, and I absolutely have. I think that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. You know, there is a phrase that people say that's what keeps me up at night. And to me, the connotation is what worries me. But what I'd rather ask is what keeps you returning every day? Meaning, what is it about nursing that you love that motivates you to continue? You know, it's definitely the residents and the families. I think that while some days are challenging, we participated in the recovery of somebody who really beat the odds. You know, sometimes people come in so deconditioned and you question in the beginning, are we going to be able to achieve this person's goals? And when you walk them out on the day of discharge, it rejuvenates you every time. Okay. So tell me of a story of a time when a resident made an impact in your life and what did you learn? So I had a resident who had came in once. She came in end of life and she was just admitted into the facility. I went in, I introduced myself and I asked her about her day. And she said, you know, you're the first person to really care of me as a person in this bed. She said, you know, everybody else just comes in with a task. And this patient opened up to me significantly prior to her passing and just shared some really personal things with me. And I think it really helped her in the acceptance phase of her end of life. And it really taught me to make sure that you make time for those moments and to listen to them and not just become so robotic in your tasks and your procedures and make sure you're still caring for that person in the bed. 
I agree with you. I think it's it's a good idea, and and you absolutely have done this in individualizing your residents. That it's not just a number or just your census. It they're people, and they all have a story. And I think that's incredible how you have personified each one individually and and you take something from them and they in turn take something from you as well. Absolutely. Kim, what has been the most challenging part of being a nurse? You know, I would probably say most recently maintaining a person-centered approach while trying to comply with ever-changing rules and requirements. You know, so an example of that, We've all taken a commitment to antibiotic stewardship and have agreed not to overuse antibiotics, but we've also made a commitment with our hospitals that we will recognize a change in condition quickly, act promptly to prevent readmissions to the hospital. So sometimes it feels like the different requirements collide and it is not always difficult to uh, manage the person in the bed and comply with the rules uh, and provide the best outcomes. So it's finding a balance between new requirements and ever-changing scenarios. So one definite changing scenario that has had us on our toes is this COVID-19 outbreak. I'm curious how that has affected you and your staff and what has been the most challenging and what is something that's been positive that's come out of this? Sure. I think that COVID-19 has really impacted everyone's life, uh, but the team here has done a phenomenal job um, and really has committed to weathering this storm with us. I think one of the biggest challenges in the beginning was managing fear. Some people were afraid of what they didn't know and uh, were afraid to, quite honestly, jump in. It took a lot of training, education on new policies, procedures, and systems to reassure the team that we were putting them in an environment that was safe. We were protecting them and regaining their trust. One of the challenges I personally can say I faced is losing so many residents at the same time. You know, while in this industry, I think we have provided end-of-life care often, we don't always lose them so close together. But the flip side of that is the team with me, we were grieving together. And I think it has brought us closer than we have ever been. You know, we've always been a pretty close team, but now the way that we can relate to one another is amazing. You know, there's there's now a more personal connection there. I know that the times that I've spent in your building, it's like a family. Everybody there really leans on each other and, and works very, very well together. And, and that includes the residents being part of that family. So I can see where that would be very difficult, but I can also see where your team would come together and have that positive reinforcement together in this adversity. I can see where you would absolutely have that. I understand that you enjoy spending time with your son and playing sports and participating in fitness challenges. So tell me, what is it that you would like to do once the threat of COVID-19 is under control? You know, I think he and I deserve a vacation. The truth is, with COVID-19, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was really fearful that I would bring the virus home to him. And he is immunocompromised, has some respiratory issues. So even though I was still living in the house, I was isolating from him for about the first three months. And I just think he deserves some uninterrupted time when I'm not on call, not on the phone, and he has my undivided attention where we can make some memories together. 
I think that sounds fantastic. I think a lot of people are going to want to have some vacations and, and do a few things. And it sounds like you and your son need to get away and have some good times together. Yeah. One of the other questions I wanted to ask, if you were to speak to student nurses today, what advice would you give them? In regards to the pandemic or in general? Oh, in general, uh, becoming a nurse. Stick with it. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I think that in nursing school, you have one picture. And at that time, you don't have to do a lot of managing or multitasking. And then when you get out into the field, it can be a bit of a shock at first. And while we encourage our teams to be receptive to new staff, they're not always that way. So I would encourage them to just push through some of those challenges and stick with it because the rewards in the end, and once you get it, it's a fulfilling career. And uh, to have the ability to impact somebody's life is something that you just can't quantify. All right. So I always like to end an interview with a few fun questions. If they were to make a movie about Kim Held, who would you want to play you? So it's funny you asked me that because while I'm not such a animated person, I was talking to one of my teammates and said, who would play me? And I said, maybe it would be uh, Robin Williams. And she said, that's a guy. It can't be Robin Williams. But, you know, I remember a movie called Patch Adams where he had this fun children's hospital and he did quirky things. But, you know, he just made the best out of a bad situation. And I would want somebody, you know, to be able to just laugh and joke around a little bit without being afraid of getting in trouble. He really didn't follow the rules so well. I try to follow the rules most of the time but I felt like his hospital had a lot more fun than my post-acute care setting. <laughs> okay, I love that. I love that answer. Another one, if you could meet any fictional nurse, who would you want to meet and what do you think you could learn from them and what would you teach them? I would probably say Abby from Grey's Anatomy. I always liked her clinical capabilities. You know, she was always on task. She was a good critical thinker, and she acted quickly. I was pretty inspired by her through nursing school, and I think I even learned some things from her. Excellent. So is there anything that you would like to leave with the listeners, any words of advice or anything that you would like to say? You know, I just think that I appreciate the opportunity to be here today. And Jen, I thank you for uh, recognizing me as a candidate for this. I think life care services and the way that you all manage our type of communities is different than anything I've ever experienced, and I'm happy to be a part of this family. Thank you, Kim. We love having you as part of the family as well. It has been a pleasure highlighting you today for the 2020 Year of the Nurse Spotlight. You're a fantastic representation of the nursing profession, and I am honored to have worked with you over the years and look forward to continuing that. I want you to have a wonderful day and also to the listeners, thank you for being here and for listening to Healthcare Highwire. Legal disclaimer, LifeCare Services LLC is not engaged in rendering legal advice. Therefore, any information provided in this podcast, although intended to be correct, is also not intended to replace or supersede the advice of your legal counsel. Also, thank you to Ben Sounds for the music provided in this podcast. Mm-hmm.